Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Hey everyone, it's Jen and Jess from the beauty podcast Fat Mascara here to talk about Sol de Janeiro. So many of the beauty experts we interview on our show say that the key to great skin is to treat every inch of your body with the same attention you give your face. One of our favorite ways to do that is with Sol de Janeiro's Beige Flor Elastic Cream, a rich body cream that's clinically proven to boost collagen and has been shown to improve skin crepiness on the chest in just two weeks. Plus, it's scented with Sol de Janeiro's Charosta 68 fragrance. Sol de Janeiro is offering you 10% off your first order on soldejanero.com and free shipping with the code ACAST10. That's S O L-D-E-J-A-N-E-I-R-O soldajanero.com and use the code ACAST10 for 10% off. Hello girls and welcome back to Mouth Off Radio. I'm your host Paige Martin and this is the weekly podcast from nastygal.com. Now if you're joining us for the first time, where on earth have you been? Please be sure to check out all episodes and hit the subscribe button so you don't miss out on any more. So I'm going to give you some time now before I continue. Thank you, guys. So here on Mouth Off Radio, I'll be joined by friends and family of the Nastigal brand to discuss everything. We've got all kinds of conversations going off. We've got activism, we've got sex, we've got work life and balance, we've got fashion and we've got comedy. It's a bit like Sex and the City, but with a really, really weird accent. So today, gals, we've got Emma Hill. We'll be getting mouthy about being plus size in the fashion industry, how to style like a boss, and how we can harness some of that natural confidence and style. Emma is a YouTuber, presenter, stylist, and founder of All Body UK. Let's mouth off. How are you doing? I'm doing great, apart from having a little cold, but I'm doing good. How are you? I am good. You're still keeping it professional, though. You're still here with mm-hmm. us, so we really appreciate that. So I've seen that you're up to lots and you're a very busy lady. So I want to thank you for taking the time out to come and mouth off with me. <laughs> it's all right. Um, so we're going to delve straight in. Um, I would describe myself as a confident plus size girl. But I feel that you are existing on an elevated plane of confidence. You are on a next level. Where does your confidence come from? Um, I think it took me a really long time to like get to this point. Yeah. And it was like a lot of different things put together. But I feel like all through my teenage years, like I really didn't like myself. I had a bad relationship with, like, with my body, who I was, this, that and the other. And I just got to a point where I was like, I don't want to live life like this anymore. Like, yeah. I just didn't want to hate myself like life's too short to just walk around and not like who you are because this is like the only life that we're gonna have so I just like fuck it like I don't don't care anymore so when I started like not caring about what people thought of me people's like opinions this that and the other and I started like following more girls on Instagram that looked like me yeah that just helped me like embrace who I was excellent um so you're a killer stylist you're a youtuber you have a huge following on instagram Mm -hmm. and you are actually the owner and founder of all body clothing Mm -hmm. 
So what came first? Was it the lack of opportunity in clothing? You started the brand or was it your personality and being a social figure and then the brand came? Well, like out of everything that came first, like I went to university and yeah. I studied fashion promotion with styling. Okay. And so that was like where I had my interest in fashion and things like that. Mm-hmm. And then when I graduated university, I was kind of left with nothing to do. Like I was like, oh, what do I do now? I need to get a job. Mm. Um, I was working for my parents for a little bit um, and they just have like a food company, like a food distribution company, yeah. which is not what I want to do for the rest of my life. So yeah. that is when I started YouTube because I'd been watching YouTube ever since I was like 12 years old, like religiously, like I loved YouTube so much. Yeah. So I was like, okay, let me just make a channel and see what happens because I felt like there wasn't that many plus size UK girls yeah. like with my kind of style so I was like well I know there's girls out there so let me just put myself out there like that so that's how YouTube started I started YouTube in December of 2017 okay so I've been doing it coming up two years at the end of this year yeah um, but it kind of like took off really quickly and then by February of 2018, I was doing a documentary of BBC, um, which went out in May, and that was great. And that like built my following up a lot more, and then just was building, building. And then I had the idea for All Body, like, years ago. I always wanted to create a brand that was like size inclusive, Mm -hmm. everyone, like all genders, ages, sexes, ethnicities, races, everything. Um, Because I felt like that was really missing, like, within the fashion industry, especially being someone like myself, like that wasn't really included in mainstream fashion. Yeah. So I had the idea ages ago, but I never knew how to execute it. And then when I got my platform, it was like the perfect opportunity. And then I just did, figured it all out, contacted loads of people. And then we went live in February, 15th February was our first drop when we're coming up to do our second drop at the end of June. How exciting. Yeah. So, um, what kind of things or people would you say inspire your style the most? Have you got any style heroes and icons? Um, I don't really think people as such inspire me. I think it's just like people that I see on the street a lot of the time. Like mm-hmm. it's gonna sound weird, but like old people, like you know, like <laughs> when you see like old men wearing like fleeces and yeah. stuff like and cool stuff that they've had in their like wardrobe for years and years, but like it would sell on Depop for like two hundred pounds. Yeah, like, yeah, that kind of stuff. I love all that. And um, Instagram as well. So, like, I follow loads of people on Instagram who just inspire me. And on my Explore page, Pinterest is always a good one. Yeah. Like, I don't really follow trends. Yeah. So, like, at uni, we were taught a lot about, like, doing styling. We were taught, like, about collections and whatever and keeping up to date with all that. But I don't really follow things like that. I just wear what makes me feel happy and Mm. comfortable and... Yeah. What makes you feel good. Yeah. Excellent. Well, I, it's interesting what you're saying about like old people. Mm-hmm. I, I follow an Instagram called Elderly Tones. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out to Joe. And uh, he just goes, he travels a lot for work and anywhere he's at, if he sees a cool person, like a cold older person, takes a picture of their outfit. And every time I double tap because it's just a killer outfit. I don't know yeah. what it is. Maybe it is that confidence of when you get older, you just don't care. Yeah. But their outfits are always on point. And the thing is, like, these days, what's in fashion now is what was in fashion, like, 30 years ago. Yeah. Like, everything just comes back round. So back they've already again. had this stuff in their wardrobe. Yeah. Pulling out the killer fits every day. 
my favorite place to shop was always my grandma's wardrobe. It still mm-hmm. is now. Like I got a killer vintage Burberry Mac out of her wardrobe wow. the other day, and it is something that would cost so much now to buy. Mm-hmm. But that shape and the the materials are yeah. so different to what you could get now. Anyway, it's just amazing. Sorry, grandma, but <laughs> she, every time I come around, she's always like, "Don't go in my wardrobe." I'm like, I'm, <laughs> that's where I'm going first, to be honest. <laughs> Um, how do you think attitudes in the industry has changed in regards to catering for plus size women? Um, I think it is, it has changed a lot, especially it's progressed quickly, like within the past like five years. Yeah. But there's still like a long way to go. And I, I kind of feel like a lot of the time it's like a trend, like the inclusiveness of bigger sizes. Yeah. People see like, oh, like, the, I don't know, like kind of, I feel like that sometimes, but I feel like, it is progressing yeah. really well. Like five years ago, there was like nowhere that I could shop. When I was younger, oh. the only place I could shop was like, there was only ASOS Curve and that was all like peplum tops and <laughs> flowery things and cold shoulders. Oh, I was going to say cold shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was like mean. that and new look yeah. plus size. There was like nowhere that had like cool things on trend things, like streetwear kind of things. So I think being a plus size woman that's interested in fashion you really are creative because you have to make something out of not a lot like so I used to wear like boys clothes maternity clothes go I went to charity shop all the time there was like a one pound charity shop where I live and I used to go in there and get so much stuff and like go to loads of vintage kilo sales buy loads of stuff like that so you have to be like inventive but obviously these days there's so much more choice for plus size women and I think it's good because it gives us a platform that we can like, express ourselves because mm-hmm. I express myself through like clothing and all that stuff. So yeah, now that I've got a chance to do that properly, mm-hmm. it, it feels nice. Yeah, I I would have to agree and and say like it is the lack of opportunity within clothing that has made me a more creative dresser mm-hmm. because you did have to. There was so limited places mm-hmm. where you could get stuff. Like there was always Evans, but Evans was not the one. No. And like when my mum was like, "Oh, come and get a dress," and she turned me to Evans, <laughs> I'd almost be crying inside. Yeah, be like, like this isn't <laughs> what my friends are wearing. Mm-hmm. This is horrible. So you kind yeah. of had to get really creative with things yeah. and kind of fashion it in a way that. You did look like your peers and, you know, what it's, was going on in Topshop and yeah. stuff like that. So, yeah, it is. A, I think knowing now what I know, it was like a blessing, really, because yeah. it has made me more of a, an outgoing person and, you know, made me able to like see an item and be like, you know what, that might look trash on that model, but I can mm-hmm. tell you what, I'd put yeah, a ting yeah, together, yeah. <laughs> I'll be looking super fly. So yeah, I get that. It's I definitely really get that. that thing with like representation though as well. Like when I was younger, I could never wear what my friends were wearing. Mm. And when you're like a teenager and you're having a hard time anyway, to not feel like you're included in something is really difficult. It's tough. And so now it's like, uh, like my friends can wear a pretty little thing and they're like a size eight. Mm. And then I can wear a pretty little thing and I'm a size like 22, 24. Yeah. And we can both wear the same thing and I think that's nice that is nice it really is um what other things do you want to see retailers offering oh that's a good question um I feel like there's not especially for plus sizes there's not a lot in the way of like lingerie or like swimwear like there is people do like good like swimwear but it's not like good quality swimwear Mm -hmm. and I feel like 
there's not a lot of good quality in general, like plus size clothes. Like, if yeah. you want to talk about like high end, like designer yeah, kind of things. Yeah, yeah. Like there's obviously a few people that are making designer plus size clothes, but it is the few and far between. Mm-hmm. So like the only options that we really have is like fast fashion, which is great because um, like you can get something that's cheap and that's on trend and like whatever. But if you wanted to say, like you were saying about the Burberry map before, yeah. if you want to go and buy like a really great quality jacket yeah. or pair of jeans or whatever, there's not that much in the way of that. Yeah. But I don't really know if that will ever change. Mm. I think it's possible, but mm. it is trying to once again filter it up. So I feel like the high street, we've got it covered. But for that higher tier, those luxury mm. brands there isn't that offering but I think they'll eventually look down at the yeah. high street and see the opportunity here mm-hmm. and hopefully expand their offering because mm. I've I've been into like Selfridges before and tried to buy a nice designer belt and it's so embarrassing and they're like yeah, do you want to try it on and you're like okay and then you try it and you're like oh this one's a bit small <laughs> <laughs> and you walk out and again you're like just a few more inches, like that's all I need. I know, and, and there's like a judgment as well. You yeah. kind of feel like judged yeah. by like people, but you know. Yeah. Well, if you're listening, guys, come on, help us out. <laughs> what would your top styling tips be? Um, I would say just wear what um makes you happy and that you feel comfortable in. Mm. Like not to get all like Marie Kondo, but like something that sparks <laughs> joy. Like is you're gonna feel good in it. I think. A lot of the time, it's not what that what you're wearing; it's how you wear the outfit. So, yeah. if you walk out of your head held high and you're confident and you feel good, that'll radiate. Yeah. Like, I think it's all about your energy and stuff like that. Mm. So, if you feel good in something, then it, you will always look good. Yeah. So, but yeah, alongside that, I like to accessorize a lot. Yeah. So I could like today. I'm. I feel like I'm wearing a boring outfit, but like some cool trainers, the jewelry. Details, though, I noticed that. I'm, yeah. I, buy footwear and accessories so I was like yeah I see those trainers I yeah. see those chains yeah <laughs> cute 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 so yeah, it is about accessorizing mm-hmm. and like your confidence should be that last thing yeah. that you put on do you know Definitely. what I mean walk out the door and be like right okay I'm gonna smash it today mm-hmm. excellent um so what are your plans for the future because I know you're a busy lady you've got lots going on yeah um I've got a lot of plans actually <laughs> I'm just like so unorganized with loads of I'm just always a scatterbrain but I really I want to carry on growing all body and keep doing more things at the moment we're just doing like t-shirts hoodies sweatshirts but I want to expand into all kinds of things yeah like yeah loads of things because we run from a size small to a 5xl and not everything like comes in that size like our size small is like a 6a and our um, 5xl is like a 28 30 mm. so i just want to create something that all people can wear and yeah. like people feel united in yeah so yeah i definitely want to grow all body grow the youtube this that and the other i love doing like presenting and radio and stuff like that as yeah. well so hopefully do a bit of that as oh, well you're gonna be all over the place yeah. then um so are you ready to jump into the Nasty Girl mouth off yeah, punch bowl? I'm kind of scared, but yeah. It's don't do be it. scared. There's just some random questions mm-hmm. and there's nothing too crazy, I hope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'll be good. So, are you ready? Yeah. Here we go, listeners. Punch bowls oh, ASMR. Already. <laughs> okay. If you could live anywhere in the world, where would it be? Ooh. Oh. I would probably say 
Oh, that's a hard question. I feel like I should know from the top of my head. I feel like like a, a tropical island. Yeah. Like I went to Jamaica in 2017. It was like the most beautiful place I've ever been. Yeah. Ever. Because it's just so much nature. Yeah. So somewhere it's very, that, green, it's very isn't relaxing. It? Yeah. Somewhere like that. Nah, that'll be nice. I'll come and join you. Um, if you could only wear one thing for the rest of your life, what would it be? Now, I know as a stylist, this is going to be a very hard question mm. for you to answer. Like an outfit or just one piece? An outfit. Go on, I'll give you an outfit. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I would honestly say that it's boring, but like a nice, like comfy black, like joggers and jumper yeah. and some nice trainers yeah like I'm very into trainers and bright like bright colours so maybe it doesn't even no I feel like black tracksuit <laughs> and then some bright trainers because then you can accessorise it with anything yeah you can swap the cap you can do your makeup different yeah do you change get your get your nails to match your yeah, trainers like, and stuff I'm, yeah yeah so how many pairs of trainers do you own come on uh, uh like maybe like 30. That's not that bad. That's not bad. It's still quite a lot for just trainers. I did throw some out recently. Yeah. Like, my friend came around to my um, flat the other day and she was like, looking at my boyfriend had like five pairs of trainers and I had like 30 (laughs) pairs and I was like, oh, and I, (laughs) oh. Yeah. But, um, they're definitely like a guilty pleasure. But yeah. I, and my mum's like, how many pairs of trainers do you need? But it's like a lot, like one for every day. But one for every look as yeah. well. Different <laughs> colours. just don't get different it. Different silhouettes. You've got high tops, low tops, yeah. chunky soles, court soles. That's it. I mean, you're preaching to the choir here. <laughs> I think at one time I had about 40 pairs of trainers, mm. just trainers. Yeah. And about, oh, so... Um, maybe 30 pairs of shoes. Wow. And it was it was too much. I know, I tried to throw loads out and I'm like trying to yeah. recall the space. Yeah, and now I'm trying to fill it all back up again, <laughs> to be honest. Um, what social media app would you get rid of forever if you could? Facebook. Oh, dead thing. Yeah, like, you know what? Every time I go on there, it's just like aunties and uncles <laughs> and middle-aged people just complaining. Like, my, my parents have a chip shop mm. um, and they'll put like a picture up and then there's people commenting like just just like you know like middle age they don't get they just don't, they don't think sometimes it, no. and it's like <laughs> just comment things and you think could that not it's like thinking out loud yeah you think, could that not have stayed in your head you could have just kept that to yourself no shade to all my middle aged people I, no. I love them because I said this one time before I said on my um on my social media something like that and someone was like why are you being mean to middle aged people I was like I'm not I love all of you but, but you're terrible at social but you keep media. telling me things that I don't need to know yeah <laughs> Facebook it, it's it's one of the OGs I remember when mm. you could only get on it if you had a university really um, email that I'm showing my age again um, <laughs> and then it kind of expanded and it blew up into this huge thing that uh, everybody can now access and yeah. I just feel it's the one app that gives me the most notifications yeah. and it's but it's like notification over nothing over nothing I don't care about John's birthday I, I haven't seen him in, anyway. in years exactly yeah it's crazy I'd, <laughs> I'd join you in getting rid of that one okay going back in <laughs> can you give us your best bad joke 
Hey everyone, it's Jen and Jess from the beauty podcast, Fat Mascara, here to talk about Sol de Janeiro. So many of the beauty experts we interview on our show say that the key to great skin is to treat every inch of your body with the same attention you give your face. One of our favorite ways to do that is with Sol de Janeiro's Beja Flor Elastic Cream, a rich body cream that's clinically proven to boost collagen and has been shown to improve skin crepiness on the chest in just two weeks. Plus, it's scented with Sol de Janeiro's Charosta 68 fragrance. Sol de Janeiro is offering you 10% off your first order on soldejanero.com and free shipping with the code ACAST10. That's S-O L-D-E-J-A-N-E-I-R-O soldajanero.com and use the code ACAS10 for 10% off. I don't... Do I even have any jokes? <laughs> any mm. knock-knocks? Oh. A good one. Oh. Oh, no. I feel like my mind's gone blank. I don't I know, know if I have any. It's a hard one, that. Hmm, I'm trying to think of all the rubbish ones that my parents have ever told me. <laughs> hmm... I can't think of one. No, it's a, it's a tough question, actually. We had this one before mm. with a comedian. Yeah. And she struggled, so... <laughs> <laughs> you know, well, you're in good company. Most of the time, it's supposed to come from the top of your head. Yeah. But, but like, again, like, my mum and dad get bad jokes sent to them. You know, they all send each other bad jokes, mm. and them and all their mates. Yeah, on Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Our next question is, you need to get in the boss bitch headspace. What do you do to get in the zone? Oh, this is like, you need like a full day of preparation okay, for this to happen. Okay, here we go. So like, obviously in the morning you wake up, mm. you have a nutritious, healthy breakfast. Mm-hmm. You like, you shower, yeah. you exfoliate, yeah. shave your whole body, you know. Okay, it's real smooth. self, real self-care day. Yeah. <laughs> Face mask, hair mask, yeah. paint your toes, paint your nails, all them things. Yeah. I just feel like, having like a self-care day or some even you didn't have to have a whole day like even if you spend five minutes on yourself like turn off your phone and just be with yourself and breathe like that is like preparation just for having like a boss bitch day yeah yeah i think a lot of the time we get lost in social media and our work and family and relationships and sometimes you just need to take it all back and just strip it back and be back to you yeah Mm. I think some people are kind of scared to do that in this day and age as well because we are so busy and our lives run so fast. So it's like... If Those just, moments of silence can yeah, be quite scary, can't yeah, they? Yeah, for some people it's just, quite deafening. So, yeah. But if you do it, you'll get better and better. At it. Like I've just started trying to, in a morning, like do affirmations to myself, like mm-hmm. saying like, I am beautiful, I am strong, I am this, I am that. And yeah. every day do some new ones and do it while you're staring in the mirror as well. Yeah. And um, yeah, that really helps. My sister's well into that at the moment. Yeah. And, and she's seeing really positive results. Mm-hmm. So she's got herself well, a new job and she's traveling. It's all about traveling. manifestation. Exactly. She, and she swears by it. And I'm like, okay. But <laughs> I mean, she's the living proof. So yeah, there's got to be something to it. I think for me at the moment, for me to get into that space and get ready, it's just listening to Lizzo. Mm-hmm. I've only just discovered Lizzo. Yes. I'm sorry, everyone. But oh have you only discovered? But so good. If I put on her latest album, bring it on, mm-hmm. bring it on. Music I'm running for prime minister. Well. I'm running a marathon. I'm doing everything. Like I'm ready uh-huh. for it. And I think music really does help. And Huge. her messages are always so positive and like very female friendly, female focused and stuff. So I think yeah, just listen to your jams as well. Mm-hmm. Definitely, music is a good one. Yeah. Okay, so one more question. Best advice for handling a horrible boss? Oh, I have no experience of this. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I feel. <laughs> um, you know what I would say? 
Hmm. I feel like I've never really, I've always been the kind of person that I hate anyone telling me what to do. So that's why I like, well, even when I, my parents fired me, like when I worked for them, <laughs> yeah, fully. That's a, t- that's a long story, but like, I don't work well under authority. That's why I'm like self-employed. But <laughs> what I would say is just try and like, be calm, breathe. And the thing is, if, if your boss is being absolutely horrible, take them to the side and like talk to them about it or ask for a meeting about mm. it because I feel like just because their boss doesn't mean they're they're like better than you mm. or that, that, that you're not as good as them mm. so it's kind of like they're a human at the end of the day so you'd have to have a one-on-one conversation with them about it yeah. tell them how they make you feel and pl- explain your points clearly and try and kind rem- try and like remove any too much emotion from it and be stern with what you're saying so yeah. that they understand and respect what you're saying if they still don't understand it time to get on LinkedIn and look for a new job, I think. Because yeah. I think, like, if you're around someone every day that, like, drains your energy and sucks your energy and is horrible to you and makes you feel sad and not happy, you can't live your life like that. No. Even if it's, like, friendships, relationships, and even with your job as well. Like, I don't think any job is worth no. fucking your mind up no. for it. We don't want any energy vampires at work, do we? No. We don't, no. But I think, yeah, you make some really good points. And it is really, I always say this, open up the lines of communication. So if you're feeling mm-hmm. a certain way, be professional, be polite, um, ask for some time with that person yeah. and just discuss what you're feeling, what you're going through. And just take note of what's being said. Really listen to one another. And mm-hmm. it is the most important thing is to take the emotion out of it. Mm-hmm. But I can understand if you're feeling uh, victimised or if you're feeling uh, slightly bullied, it can be... I mean, it's going to be hard to take the emotion out of it, mm. but I think that's probably the best way to go forward is to Yeah, because a, a lot of the time they probably won't know what you're even feeling yeah. or that they've made you feel a certain way. Because yeah. obviously work is, is a high-pressure environment anyway. Yeah. So, yeah, having that definitely conversation. I really want to know why you got fired by your parents, <laughs> though. Basically... <laughs> Oh, I remember now. I remember. So, like, I was just not doing the job properly. I was just there, like, because I needed a a wage every month and whilst I was looking for, like, fashion jobs. Yeah. And um, I came downstairs, because I I lived with my parents as well at the time. Mm. So I came downstairs one day and I was like, oh, (laughs) can I have two weeks off work my friend was going to Trinidad Mm -hmm. like all my friends yeah and I wasn't and they was like oh like someone dropped out they was like oh come come yeah in my head I'm thinking oh like I had no money I was like yeah go go (laughs) go and ask my dad um can I have two weeks off because I want to go to Trinidad with my mates just to like get pissed and stuff (laughs) and he just looked at me and he's like absolutely not and then my mum found out and she was absolutely furious and then oh. they just fired me they just said you don't care about it they said they were cutting me off you don't care about the job and obviously it's like my family's business like they've built it up from nothing so obviously it's like they're very yeah. like it's like their baby yeah. so I, I, when I look back now I know I was being like a dickhead and I, I was I was <laughs> yeah so it wasn't great and I just kind of like was was taking a piss. So I mean, I salute them for firing me. But, That's brave, though. Yeah, to, like fire your own child. I know, especially when they live with you. Like, <laughs> I know. All right. Like <laughs> <laughs> there, there was no bad blood, though. They were just like, you have to get a real job now. Like we're not supporting you anymore. We're not finan- We're not financing this lifestyle. Oh, yeah, that's the one. those lyrics. Yeah. Wow. So Cut you deep. Yeah, they were like, you need to go and get a job. And then, and it's so funny because as I was trying to look for a fashion job. And obviously I live up north as well, so it's not like they come by very like easy. Mm. Um, 
that's when I got um, contacted by the BBC and I did the documentary. And then from then on, I just was freelance. Okay. So, so how crazy that was. That out. is crazy. Everything happens for a reason. So I didn't actually end up getting a job. I just and like continued to do YouTube and Instagram. And, yeah. Yeah. And here you are. Yeah. On Mouth Off Radio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're going to dip back in. What's your favourite tipple? Oh, mm. that's a hard question because I've got many. Mm. <laughs> I love a, I love a serving Yon Blanc, oh. New, New Zealand in particular. Oh, very yeah, specific. Yeah. yeah, me and my mum love that. Yeah. Um, if not, it's got to be if I'm going on a night out like with my friends it, with the sole purpose of getting drunk. Yeah, it's got to be um, vodka lime and lemonade. Classic. Easy. Easy peasy. Yeah, I don't like Coca-Cola. That's a fun fact about me. I don't drink Coke. Really? Or Dr Pepper. Or I never drank fizzy drinks until I was like. 18 so like my whole life I hated them because they used to like go up my nose and like make you know fizzy yeah and it like used to go up my nose and like make me mm, like, like oh. it. Yeah. yeah so I only started drinking fizzy drinks when I started drinking alcohol so like 17 18 yeah Oh, I yeah. wish I could say the same thing. Me, <laughs> me and Cola have got a long history. Yeah, it's a hard one to break as well. Yeah, I, I could bet. go through long phases where I don't have it, mm-hmm. but then I could go through even longer phases when I do. Do you know what yeah. I mean? It's just hard. I don't know what it it's is. It's like an addiction, though. It is because the caffeine and stuff. Yeah, they used to say that there was byproducts of cocaine in it. Wow. But that was like the original recipe. I don't think that's a thing anymore, but <laughs> that's, that's like the sunny excuse D. I'm going to use. You know, when, <gasps> they, when they stop sunny day, yeah. there are too many preservatives in. But also children went, went orange. Do you not remember that in the news? I swear down, we have to Google it. <laughs> like, there was a girl I can remember and she got like a really weird orange tint to her skin because she was drinking way too much of it. Oh my goodness. So yeah, that's why it's not on the shelves anymore. Um yeah. But anyway, <laughs> beach holidays or city break? Um, beach holiday. I used to be a very city breaky person. I love that because like you can go and like see the culture and see all like what it's like. Yeah. But like beach holiday, like I used to hate the beach. Yeah. Up until I went to like Mexico and I saw how beautiful it was, and I was like, oh, so I just hate beaches in Europe. <laughs> I get it. I get it now. Um, but yeah, like I'd just lying there with the sun on your skin. Is that your so nice. your favorite beach holiday? Has been Mexico or is it? Yeah, it like Mexico and Jamaica, anywhere like in the Caribbean areas. Just yeah, because the water's so clear, so clear, and this beach like the sand is so white yeah. and. And the sun is so hot yeah. and the drinks are so drinky. Days so long. Yeah, like, gorgeous, yeah. gorgeous. What about um, your city breaks though? Where was your favourite place to visit? I used to go to Paris quite a lot yeah. and I really liked that. Yeah. Like, I once like snuck off with my student loan and went to Paris. <laughs> yeah. Nice. See, I yeah. never did that when I was a student. I was like too poor. I probably <laughs> wasn't. It's Because I lived at home, so uh, I didn't have to pay for like accommodation. Yeah. I did. That was a rinse. That was a rinse <laughs> and a half. I do like Paris. It's lovely. Yeah. It's a lovely city. There's a lo- like, lot of like strangers that like judge you on the street. Like I was walking down with my friend on the street one day and this woman just looked at her and was like, oh, like she said it out loud. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, fully. But uh, it's still a beautiful city. I yeah. still like it. <laughs> just some of the people. <laughs> um, <laughs> where do you stand on breaking wind in front of a partner? Oh yeah, definitely do it. You've because got to, it's natural. You? Every single morning, I do it with my boyfriend, and yeah. he says, "He says when he's not around me, he says he misses it." Oh, that's so he sweet. Says I miss your morning farts. I think I tried really hard when I first started 
dating my now husband I used to get the worst stomach aches mm-hmm. I mean like by the so Friday night oh yeah babe and by Sunday I was like take me home take me home take me home take me home I was in agony and then one day he was like what's going on why have you always got a stomach ache and I told him and obviously when you're dating you're eating the yeah. richest food oh, you're going yeah. on the fact that, oh let's get a takeaway let's do it all ice cream yeah <laughs> and then Sunday I'd be like in horrific pain he's like why and I was like oh it's because I don't want to break wind and he was like you have to and then I've been doing it ever since. Did you not just sneak to the bathroom and, and do a cheeky fart? Mm, no, it was like he had a flatmate and it was, the, f- mm, the walls weren't, I get yeah. You. And you know when you've been waiting, it's going to be a oh, deep like, one. Oh, it's like the way, when you're on an airplane and you hold it in. Oh, the worst. It's not good, is it? No. I get bad trapped gas. But yeah, traveling. I feel like like them girls are like, don't fart or burp or anything in front of their boyfriend. Oh, who cares? Like, we're all human. Just like boys do it. So what's with the double standards? Like, what? Yeah. I don't care. <laughs> I subscribe to your thinking right there. Uh, okay, finish this sentence. I have never. I have never. I have never. It's a tough one. That, yeah. I'm, not, could... I'm so not good on the spot. I have never. Hmm. Well, you could say your Coca-Cola answer. Yeah. That's a pretty good one. I've never drinking. No, well, I have Tasted when I was really it. drunk. Like, oh, you know, like a little Jesus. sip. You know, when your mouth is really, really dry. Yeah. It's got just like the little sip. A little taste. Yeah. But let me try and think. I don't know what I've never done. Never bungee jump, never skydive, never. Does any of that appeal to you? Are you one of those adrenaline junkies? I don't know. Like, I feel like saying yes, but... Hmm. When, you, when get you get there. in that plane, I just Ooh, don't know. No, I feel like one. I feel like I would. Okay. Like I'd like to go in a hot air balloon. Oh, that'd be nice. Romantic. Yeah. yeah. Um, pearls or diamante? Diamonds. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. So we're about to have a really big pearl and diamante season, I think, for autumn winter. But you're really? feeling the diamante. Oh yeah. Yeah. Bit Definitely. Of I just love it. Like when you walk around that like, I went to see Spice Girls at the weekend oh, yeah. with Nasty Girl oh yeah and like Mel B one of Mel B's outfits was like completely like diamonded and like when she moved it was like all oh it was just incredible yeah shimmery yeah I love that mm, that sounds really good what is your favourite thing you're watching on TV at the moment hmm that's a good question RuPaul's Drag Race every time oh. it's just finished though is it yeah and like I forced my boyfriend to watch it and then he came out of the other week. He was like, I don't like it. You keep making me watch it. I don't like it. But he's been watching it every single episode since it's aired. So <laughs> that's awkward. <laughs> I feel like he secretly does like it. But um, yeah, I, I love every season. I've been watching it for years now. I've never watched it. And really? Like, yeah, and everyone I say that to, they're like, oh my God, you'd love it. You need yeah. to watch it. So I think I'm going to stick it on. I'm, I'm jealous because you've got to catch up on that every season now. Yeah. Okay. But only watch it from like season three because season one and two is a write off. Quali- is it? Yeah. Well, the quality's bad, and then like season three is when the qual- like quality kicks okay. in. Okay. Right. But okay. then season one and two have got iconic queens, so I just don't know what to tell you. Ooh. It sounds like a big commitment, <laughs> but I think if I'm gonna do, I'm gonna have to do it properly. Yeah, and you probably get into it like you really, like you'll be watching them lip sync and be like, yes, like <laughs> you, and you, but you're in the flat on your own. So. <laughs> um, okay, and then our final question we have for you today is what advice would you give to someone moving on from an ex oh this is a good question i've had many a heartbreak and i feel like the best 
therapy is like it's like cliche as it sounds like time is what is going to heal you mm -hmm. but in that time it's like I think the best thing to do is really find yourself mm -hmm. and realize who you are without that person yeah because I think a lot of the time some people like they think they need someone else to live or like yeah. be who they are yeah. or when you've been with someone for such a long time mm -hmm. you kind of do become like a unit so to separate yourself from that person is really difficult mm. but the thing is like just to get back to yourself like do things that you enjoy doing spend time by yourself like I love being, spending time alone so yeah. be by yourself read books like go to museums go to the park like anything that makes you just spend time with yourself and just like learn to love yourself as well because I feel like when you've gone through that kind of experience it's really difficult so like learning to be the person that gives you happiness mm. and give yourself love like you don't need it from anyone else except yourself yeah so just I'd doing agree. that I totally agree with that I think that's some great advice so for anyone dealing with it really take heed in those words love yourself find out what you like and just keep it moving mm -hmm. you know yeah because there's always going to be someone else even even if you think that person was or oh, that was a person I was going to marry like I, I'm a big believer of like our lives are already planned out mm -hmm. like it's just like yeah. walking in what is already meant for you yeah so what's meant to happen will happen if say if you're gonna marry that person you will marry them like mm. there's no need to worry about anything because if it's gonna happen it's gonna happen so I feel like there's no point it's like with with relationships there's no point forcing anything like yeah. if you feel like you're forcing something, it's not right because you shouldn't have, it should be easy. It shouldn't be that hard, should it? No. no. But also, you know, relationships, they do take two to tango. Definitely, it does take work. It does take work. Which is what I've realised recently. So <laughs> me and my boyfriend have been together for like six months now. And um, it's like my first like proper like relationship where I feel like, okay, like we're in it for the long run. Yeah. And um, yeah, it does take work. It does, yeah. I mean, mm. I've been with mine now for 10 years and it's not been easy mm. all the time. But, you know, if you find that person and it's worth it, then you'll do it. Yeah, you'll definitely. The if the good work, times outweigh the bad times, then you'll always exactly. do something right. All right. Well, after those words of wisdom, <laughs> um, it's time for me to thank our guest, Emma, for coming in. Thank, thank you. you so much. Have you enjoyed it? I've loved it. How thank was the you. punch bowl? Did you find it okay? Yeah, I'm just like really bad on the spot. I feel like because I'm such a scatterbrain, there's so many things in my head at one time. <laughs> when someone puts me on the spot with like one, I'm like, oh, oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and I just, yeah, yeah. literally. Oh. But yeah, I've really oh, enjoyed you it. You did great. You smashed it. Um, let everyone know where they can find you on the social mm. medias. So you can find me on YouTube at Emma Tamsin on. Oh, and, and, and on Twitter as well at Emma Tamsin. Mm -hmm. On Instagram, Emma Tamsin Hill. And um, All Body, my clothing company, goes from a size small to 5XL. And we have positive affirmations and body positive things on T-shirts and sweats and hoodies. And that is at All Body UK on Instagram. Yay! Well, Yay. thank you. Thank you so much thank for having me. No, thank you for coming in. <laughs> it's okay. Well, guys, today's show has come to an end. Thanks again to Emma Hill for coming in. Today, we've covered being a plus-size woman and a stylist in the fashion industry, her fashion gripes, what apps she'd say goodbye to, and also we've had some top styling tips from the fashion guru herself. Remember to go and check out nastagal.com where we have new styles hit inside every single day. 
Remember to reach out to us on Mouth Off Radio via our social media platforms. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter. Just search at Nastigal. Well, guys, I've been your host, Paige Martin. This has been Mouth Off Radio. Be nice, slay every damn day, and mouth off. Peace. Hey, everyone, it's Jen and Jess from the beauty podcast Fat Mascara here to talk about Sol de Janeiro. So many of the beauty experts we interview on our show say that the key to great skin is to treat every inch of your body with the same attention you give your face. One of our favorite ways to do that is with Sol de Janeiro's Beja Flor Elastic Cream, a rich body cream that's clinically proven to boost collagen and has been shown to improve skin crepiness on the chest in just two weeks. Plus, it's scented with Sol de Janeiro's Charosta 68 fragrance. Sol de Janeiro is offering you 10% off your first order on soldejanero.com and free shipping with the code ACAST10. That's S O. L-D-E-J-A-N-E-I-R-O soldajanero.com and use the code ACAS10 for 10% off. Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code program for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com code program.